Hey everybody, welcome to another one of these shows that we're doing from our fancy new broadcast rig. Fancy, fancy. You know what broadcast, we got for this broadcast. time? We got sweet new chairs. That's true. And That's if true. anybody takes one of these goddamn chairs and puts it anywhere else in this building, I'm going to <laughs> fucking beat them to death with it. Because nobody needs You're these chairs to death for anything. With, a building? with the chair. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. The building would be better. Remember that building I was trying to steer yesterday? Yes. When I when I told you in one of my uh, in one of my uh, emotionally charged freakouts that I often unload on those closest to me, <laughs> that I felt like I was trying to steer a fucking building. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I thought of that. Uh, I think it was the meaning of life. The opening scene with the oh, yeah, the hostile pirates. takeover. Hostile yeah. takeover. Yeah. yeah. Like I was saying, though, if anybody takes one of these chairs and puts it anywhere else in the office, I am going to beat them to death with the chair. Because you know what? You don't need this chair because this chair didn't exist the day before yesterday. <laughs> this chair is for the radio broadcast. So it, it, it's it, like work. Need of chairs expands to fill the number of chairs you have. That's true. The the, <laughs> the problem that I had before was that I. Before, Every time we did a radio show, oh, before, before, radio before show? this, before I set up this little pod here, we've got this like little pod for us to cast a from. dedicated uh, round table where we can discuss yeah. things. I know we're all looking at each other, and we're all we're all we we not only have better uh, audio quality, but we're also far more engaged. That's right. We can all gaze into one another's eyes. I mean, the, Hot Stuff and I and do the that all the time. Swivel to facilitate they that. They yeah. do. And to facilitate, uh, you know, differential directional approaches to the microphones, which is key (laughs) in pro audio to move around as much as possible while you're talking. Right. To get the most consistent possible audio. Every time I would sit down to do one of the shows at the other place, there would be a different goddamn chair there. And sometimes it would be some giant, bulky, heavy, 400-year-old noisy chair. I feel like it was 90% of the time the chair that's sitting at the the old broadcast station right now. No, it was a lot of the time a 400-year-old noisy chair. (laughs) A noisy chair is like an easy chair, only instead of uh, a chair that you sit in to relax, it's a chair that you sit in when you want to make a whole bunch of rusty grinding noises. It's made out of like... Why Sheet metal and sun chips bags. Yes, new biodegradable <laughs> sun chips bags is entirely what the thing is made of. Huh. <clears throat> How have you been? It's been a couple of weeks. I was uh, I was on the road. I was going. I was on a I was on a theme park Wonderland vacation. Woohoo! I went to th- several Wonderland theme parks. I went to a water park for the first time in my yeah, in my that, life. That is shocking to me that you had never been to a water park before. I didn't really know how to. I, and I don't really know how to swim. I don't. Water parks were terrifying to me. True. You, okay, I can kind of swim. Yeah, you could I survive. My, you could, you tossed into some water, you could survive for a couple of minutes. Yeah, for a couple of minutes. Yeah. I mean, I could probably survive. I could float. I that's, can, that's about where I am. In calm water, I could float. Huh. But I mean, at a water park, the water is often anything but calm. No, that's true. Often there, the water is urine. <laughs> Do you think uh, there were signs on there were signs on some but not all of the water slides saying do not ride this slide if you are ill with diarrhea? Oh, <laughs> what? So the ones that didn't have the warning were the ones you kind of had to be careful not to get any of the water in your mouth because you know there's you know that water is at least like four parts per million diarrhea. Yeah, the water in at a water park has probably got to be just disgusting. Well, yeah, because it's I mean it's mainly little kids swimming and they haven't learned not to not to pee in the pool yet i don't know that that's the thing that one learns i think it in, in fact it is you learn as you get older to pee in pools you learn you learn by reading those signs that say welcome to our ool yeah right is there a welcome chemical that you can put L-table. in a pool that will yeah that will uh, turn it purple if you pee in it no i think that's I a think myth that was just a yeah that's a myth legend. to convince people not to pee in pools the thing is you know 
given a choice between I don't know if I should uh, given a choice between drinking a mouthful of bleach and drinking a mouthful of someone else's urine I would definitely choose the urine yeah right well because the bleach would just kill you wouldn't it well so clearly there is some there is some chlorination continuum on which there is a point <laughs> at which I would rather drink urine, right? The, the bleach, the bleach was just a just a, an extreme example to prove that I do have a threshold, right? <laughs> it's that you know, would you have sex with me for a billion dollars? Well, of course I would. Would you have sex with me for fifty cents? What kind of person do you think I am? We've already established that. We're just trying to fix a price, right? So yeah, bleach, no urine, yes. Hmm extreme like so half half swimming pool water half bleach half urine no, half bleach urine yes half urine half bleach there you go that's we're, we're mixing it up it's this is not a that binary choice there is a whole spectrum of urine, urine and chlorine just, related beverages yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the half urine and half bleach would just release chlorine gas and kill everyone is it? there is there ammonia There's not ammonia it doesn't yeah, i don't think that there is uric, ammonia in urea, urea. Right? I, I think that eventually cat pee cat urine have some ammonia, but i think Something in urine eventually turns into ammonia. <clears throat> Maybe. What if you have? Like what happens to what your, if you have pneumonia? What if you drink? <laughs> if you've been drinking nothing but ammonia? Hmm. Um, like, well, when life gives you ammonia, make ammoniade. I don't even know what that means. It's like lemonade, only with ammonia instead of lemons. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like a lemon cleanser. They'll sometimes put ammonia in them instead of lemons to give it that lemony fresh smell. They should use cat pee to clean windows <laughs> of buildings that they don't ever want me to go in. Yeah. Uh, what have you uh, What have you been up to for the last couple of weeks, Riff? Um, not a whole lot. I finished Darksiders last weekend. It's pretty good. I was watching you play that. It seemed like a what a three D puzzle platformer. Yeah, it's sort of uh, it's sort of like a three D Zelda with um, God of War combat and grim dark fantasy storyline was did you use grimdark as a single word yes what is grimdark um it is an adjective describing things for example grim the, fandango the world of warhammer 40k is a grimdark universe what does that hmm. what does that mean actually it means is that it is both grim and dark yeah basically okay. <laughs> huh huh okay when when they were in the same way that you Warhammer might describe MMO, your weekends as fun gay. When, <laughs> when, uh, when they're talking about a Warhammer MMO, like my first thought was, oh, it's going to be awesome. It's like Warhammer 40K, like, you know. I wish it had been Space Warhammer Marine, 40K. crazy I shit stuff. all over that. And yeah. then it was just the like regular fantasy thing. Somebody's, like, yeah. wor- somebody's working on one. Warhammer, Warhammer Online was interesting. There's not really any reason why it was a bad game, but nobody wanted to play it. I think because it... it trod a lot of the same territory as World of Warcraft only it did it not quite as uh, not quite as compelling well, way. you know it had better it's graphics weird, it's weird given that Warcraft was originally like a like Warcraft not World of Warcraft but Warcraft was originally a game made for Warhammer right but they, they wouldn't give them the license and yeah. so they just decided to make their own pretty yeah. similar you know with Protoss instead of Eldar <laughs> well they <laughs> No, they did. I mean, they, StarCraft was basically Warhammer 40K, right? I mean, they, it was like oh, a space yeah, version of Sure, yeah. sure. Only they didn't have orcs. They had Tyranids. The yeah. Zerg. I mean, the Zerg are Tyranids, the Protoss are Eldar, and the humans are humans. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. So it's... That's true. Huh. Yeah. But, I mean, 
I don't know. You know, we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about ripping things off. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I Are you talking about like public nudity? Yeah, yeah. If you, I mean, to to say that Blizzard is ripping off Games Workshop with the <laughs> style of. Not, World of Warcraft, you not would also it off. have to they, say they were originally. They, I believe they originally had no. Right, right. They, no, they were. But I, I, I'm, I'm addressing people's complaints that oh. the accusation that that Blizzard's were. I mean, it, and then it's you would also have to say that Games Workshop is therefore ripping off Tolkien. It, it's it's standard well, it's so standard that, fantasy but tropes but then, or but then standard Tolkien fantasy is ripping tropes. off Norse mythology you know sure. I mean yeah. like you know what that that guy is all everything is a remix do away with intellectual property laws nah <laughs> uh, I don't know this seems to be this seems to be like a zeitgeisty thing lately the everything is a remix yeah ripping off everything everybody's ripping off everybody there was some there was some controversy that they were talking about on uh, the Overthinking It podcast. Available online at minimumsafedistance.org <laughs> slash overthinkingit.com uh, <clears throat> where Banksy was going to get an Oscar, but they were... For the exit through the gift shop? Yeah, and or he was going to present something or he was going to, you know, and there was a controversy about whether they were going to let him accept the award in a disguise. Hmm. Okay. Which I don't understand why. Why is there a controversy about the bullshit made up rules of your bullshit made up organization that can do whatever the fuck it wants, right? Like, that doesn't seem like a controversial thing at all. <laughs> Either they say yes or they say no, and that's pretty much the end of the story. Granted, I don't know anything about this controversy. Huh. Yeah, I don't either. Which is not to say that, you know, being in charge of some bullshit made up rules for a bullshit made up world is not without the potential for controversy once you get enough people paying attention to you. Yeah, and once you have enough content that there is some sort of continuum and some sort of canon that if you violate, people will notice. Right. If you violate it, people will string you up and fire you out of that canon. Yes. The canon canon joke just never gets old. Wait, I meant funny. It never gets funny. (laughs) Taco Bell's canon. Yeah. This is outside of the Star Trek Paco Bell canon, which we will tune to compensate for the Heisenberg adjusters. Yes. <clears throat> Adjust for the Heisenberg compensators? <laughs> I don't know. How does a Heisenberg compensator work? Very well, thank you. <laughs> um, so you finished Dark Siders? It's uncertain. I picked up that retro game challenge oh, yeah? on your advice. Yeah, I'm not sure that I like it. Really? I'm not sure that I it's, like it. It is hard for me to predict what game you will or will yeah, not. Yeah, like. I'm, I'm not sure that I like I very much enjoy the concept of it, Riff. but I am not sure. Does it have skeletons that you kill with a sword? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Does Eventually it does, right? Does it have anime elf art on the cover? Yeah, anime elf <laughs> art on the cover is apparently a big predictor of whether I will like a DS game or not. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> because even even a stopped clock is right about a handful of things, I guess. A broken <laughs> clock, a bitch clock that takes all your money, is <laughs> is right twice a day. <laughs> ah, boy. Do you get to choose the two times when you're? <laughs> I don't know. That'd be, that would be better if you. Well, I don't know. Well, maybe not. It, it, what would be better is if you somehow broadcast to the world the times that you were right. You know, like if if it was clear to those watching you with some sort of like when the, bell. Yeah, yeah, you'd ring a bell, and the next thing you said was right, <laughs> and you only got to ring it twice a day. <laughs> um, 
yeah, yeah. So I like games with elves on the cover. Are there anime elves on the cover? Uh, no, no, there are not. Um, what I what I don't like about the thing that the thing that is frustrating me and makes me I've been playing the retro game challenge in like little ten minute bursts. Mm-hmm. But what I don't like about it is that in order to make any progress at all in the game, I have to do something that may or may not be difficult in a game that may or may not be any fun. Hmm. Yeah. Right. There is like, for example, the there's the the rally master or whatever yeah. racing game, which I just did not really enjoy. But you have to power through it to get to the next game. Yeah, which is where I'm at right now. Is I'm yeah. in that rally king game, and it's like you know what? I don't like games like this. I didn't like games like this when I was a kid, and I don't like the reimaginings of them now. You know, them giving you. I I feel like their nod to 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 satisfying dudes like me is that they give you the cheat codes yeah. that make it significantly easier to finish the challenges in the games. Uh, but every time I try to use one of those, it doesn't work, and then I have to like quit and go back out to the magazine again. Huh. It is beginning to drive me crazy that when you, you can, select a game from the you menu... You can pause the game and still go to the okay, magazines, I think. Okay, I should yeah. do that then. It is beginning to drive me crazy swear that, that whenever you click can. games from the menu, you have to watch the animation of the little dude crawling across the floor and walking over to the shelf full of games it literally lasts i think less than a second yeah but it drives me nuts that i have to wait through that and i wish i could turn it off everything that they've tried to do to give the game personality like i feel like i would just rather have all of that stuff replaced by a sequence of static menus Hmm. i don't care about the sinister floating japanese man's head in 3d who's who's yelling you know he's like just sort of the evil version of the guy from brain age right yeah the guy from brain age just wants you to be healthy and happy and smart and this guy is just like i'm gonna make you do some shit you don't like you know and that's sort of his characterization uh i wish that there was a cheat code for retro game challenge that just unlocked all the games games. Yeah. yeah how many games are there in it i'm not entirely sure um I've I've been in, avoiding the, those kind of spoilers. There's let's see. There's there's three versions of Haggleman, two versions of Rally Master, and then two space flight games. And those are the ones I've seen so far. Okay. Is there an actual space flight, which is like a cross between uh, Star Flight and Space Challenge? I, I'm not familiar with either of those games. Starflight is a real game. Space Challenge is a thing that I just made up. Um, are you having some trouble? Do you need some? Uh, do you need some, uh, some? Some sort of erectile dysfunction medication for your mic stand? This never happens to my mic stand. <laughs> oh, don't worry. It happens to all of our mic stands, except for mine and Hot Stuff's. <laughs> hot Stuff, are you just playing Words with Friends on your phone instead I'm, of paying attention to the radio show? No, I'm listening to the radio show and failing to play with Remember Words Remember when I friends. told you that you shouldn't download Words with Friends? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, what, 10 minutes ago? <laughs> it was. It was. And then remember what you did nine minutes ago? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, you didn't say I shouldn't download it so much as... If I didn't ever want to do anything other than play Word with Friends, yeah, I shouldn't download it. But I was like, well, maybe that's what I want to do all the time. Yeah. We'll get to this later. Boy, I did. <laughs> I, when, I, when I first got Words with Friends, I, I eventually got to the point where I had to force myself to stop playing it because I, I believed that I had a Words with Friends problem. Now, you know, I was like, well, you know, Mr. Skullhead wants to play a game of Words with Friends with me, and he keeps pestering me, so I'll do it. And then your girlfriend said, hey, I, I Words with Friends finally came out on my bullshit uh, Linux <laughs> <Android>. phone. 
yeah, <laughs> uh, you should play Words with Friends with me. I'm like, oh, okay. And then you got it. And so now I'm once again in a point where I've got three <laughs> games of Words with Friends going. I think I'm going to play. I think my plan, though, is to play once a day, like when I wake up huh. and then stop. I don't think you can do it. Uh, we'll see. I think your phone will buzz at you. You hate, you hate I can the little red numbers. You so hate the little could, red I numbers. I can turn those off. You can turn them off? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, fair enough. Sure. Hot Stuff hates the little red numbers on his iPhone. Uh, yeah, but if really? it's all, if it's not on my front page, it doesn't bother me as much. Oh, see, for me, everything is on my front page. Like I... Because uh, I hate having multiple pages I on my downloaded iPhone. the Mongoliad. I think I mentioned that briefly. The Mongoliad? Yeah, so it's Neil Stevenson's, like, sort of crazy collaborative fiction project thing. Hmm. Neil Stevenson is that cyborg that. that's made out of half Neil Diamond and half Robert Louis Stevenson, right? Yes, yes. Um, no ending. Yes. Um... <laughs> But it is like a, it's like a serial novel that's being written by a bunch of people. Um, but then there's also a, like a bunch of adjunct sort of material that's coming along with it. It's it's hmm. like a strange. It's this weird amorphous project, which is interesting to me. Um, a really good friend of mine is dating one of the guys who's in charge of the project, so that's why I, like how I first heard about it. What and this is a. There's app? an iPhone. There's an iPhone app which has the content. It's just a website, basically. Mm. Um, but there's an iPhone app that sort of like. But so then there's this giant number of like all the chapters I haven't read yet, mm. and it, because it's buried so many pages down in my thing, I'm not as I'm not as like stressed out about it. I, I mean, I like the red numbers because they, for exa- example, tell me when I've got mail. Can, sh- well, yeah, mail. Well, I don't use I don't use that for mail. But you don't use your iPhone or iPad for mail. No. I guess you are, you are you are never in a place where there is not a computer. Yeah, I don't have a computer at home. I I, I, I like I like Gmail's interface a lot more than I like the app the mail really? apps interface. Huh. Um, but I have a I have a wireless I have a Bluetooth keyboard at home which I use with my phone. Nice <laughs> instead of a computer. Yeah, you look like so, kind of a tool while you're doing it. I, In case you were wondering whether I, or not you look like I don't a tool. have any opinion about sure. what I look like. No, that's great. You could, you phone. could. You know what I love phone about that thing that would hang the the phone like in I have front a, of your face at just the right well, distance. Well, I have a tripod that I sit on my chest and I lay down on my bed with my laptop with my Bluetooth keyboard on my lap. <laughs> you know what I love about that Bluetooth keyboard is. Uh, the, <laughs> the total obvious ability to turn it off and on. Did we argue about this on the radio show? I don't think like, we argued about it on the radio. I think but we might have. It's possible. So these Bluetooth <laughs> keyboards that Apple makes, you fucking can't turn them off. You can't turn them on. That is not true at all. You just Your argument was you were pissed that there was no indication that it was on or off. Right. Yeah. There is no light that comes Can on when it's on. Tell by... Well, it's a it's a it's a Bluetooth keyboard, so it may or may not be attached to something. Right, but right, you're not going to be typing on it, not looking at a display. Uh, It's just on all the time. You can't turn it off. You can turn it off. How do you know? If you hold the button on the side, when you so there's a button to turn it on. The little light comes on. It blinks a little bit to say, "Hey, I'm sending out a signal to see if I can connect with anything." Right. If you hold that button down, the light comes on for a while, and then it turns off, and then it's off. That That's, doesn't sound like that doesn't sound like something that I knew before now. <laughs> By which I mean, huh, I didn't know that. <laughs> that I mean, then then my memory of our argument about that thing doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Cuz we were we got into the argument Wait, around there's, no, there's not like a light or anything to tell you whether it's on or Correct. Off. Okay. It, the, there is an LED, but it turns off to save power. 
unless it's like doing something active like turning on and trying to connect to something or telling you that it's turning off (laughs) (laughs) or warning you that the batteries are almost dead it, it actually turns on the floodlights to, to tell you so you can find it and right. plug it in. Right. Yeah. And the klaxon. Yeah, yeah. 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 And the, the, uh, the, uh, the blender and space heater <laughs> attachments just run nonstop to let you know that the battery's almost dead. Yeah. Um, no, we, the internal you, you, were, you were particularly angry about it near KOLCon when we were considering using it with, uh, with either a phone or an iPad interface. Oh, right, right. The idea was that, that you had to turn the, like, uh, our potential application of it required you to turn it off and on yeah. a bunch of times in rapid sequence. But then it just ended up being a thing where my mom gave everyone the password. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Instead of using a, a keyboard as, to type on, you <laughs> send signals by turning it off and on in Morse code. Yeah. That's how you do it. <clears throat> Only it takes like eight or ten seconds to turn it off and on. Right, I know. The power that's, cycle, that's yeah. So, so, it, yeah, so it becomes, it becomes really difficult. Yeah. <laughs> that's so great. Ah, oh, boy. Uh, so there was that post in the forums uh, that that had gotten us thinking a lot. Oh I wow, you're gonna you're gonna go the, there already? Yeah, we're gonna go there already. Right. I mean, unless you, unless you've been doing something in the last, I have been of working weeks. almost nonstop on the word game. On the the word game, huh? Yep. The new game. The new game. The unannounced secret Dakota. It's, it's the <laughs> Dakota Fanning Rape Game. <laughs> <laughs> the untitled Dakota Fanning Rape Project. The yeah. sequel to Soul Raver. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Our our second game, our next project, which is, it's it's getting so close. It's so frustrating. I didn't mean to perpetuate Dakota fanning culture. <laughs> fanning culture? Yes. No, you know, Dakota fanning culture, which is like how cowboys in the Dakota territories would uh, just hold the trigger down and fan the, uh, fan the cock rod on their guns. <laughs> What is that thing called? Probably not with the the hammer. The hammer, yeah. (laughs) It would just fan the hammer. No, it's the it's the the little rod that you pull back to cock the gun. It's the what is the (laughs) was it flamkuchen? That's the thing. That's the like thin pizzas and flamkuchen. Flamkuchen. All right, the Dakota flamkuchen project. Yeah, the untitled Dakota flamkuchen rape project. Which I really hope didn't happen prior to our consumption of the flamkuchen. <laughs> yeah. Because there was a lot of white sauce a lot on those flamkuchens. Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, you've been working on the new yeah, game. That's, I, which I, is something we can't really talk a ton about. I have I been working on the new game? Uh, not in the past couple of weeks. Not much, yeah. There but was you, a while. You there was a while. On, while you were doing it a lot, and then I have been working on it a lot. I'm, I'm eager for it to get to a point where I can be working on it. Well, theoretically, after tonight, I will have stuff for you to work on. Sweet. Yeah. So it depends on what Lots we want. Lots of mad libs. Yay. Yeah. Yeah, man. This is going to be hard. This is going to be harder than we think. It, maybe. You know, it's, I think both Riff and Jot and Scully. I'm sorry. This is going to be adjectiver than we think. Yeah. <laughs> both Riff and Scully uh, appreciate having like confined, constrained, like writing projects maybe i'm yeah. wrong i yeah. don't know no I think they both right. seem to do really like we're like here write these things that yeah, are very constrained 40 haikus yeah yeah that that is definitely a lot easier than here's a blank write 40 pages yeah yeah well the write i don't know in invent invent a quest is a much more difficult task than 
write the dialogue for a scene in which this happens. Right. Especially given that most of our scenes have already been visually plotted out. Yeah. <laughs> so now you just have to write dialogue. Yeah. You just have to come up with something to replace the poop and fart <laughs> jokes that are all the I, some of those are hilarious some of them are pretty hilarious we, we really need to do like a director commentary mode or something like that where you can see all of the old placeholder text. yeah i wonder we should we should do a let's play of of <laughs> oh, the beta version of the game be funny. what, what would be. have been funny is if we had done it in like you know if we had done an hour of that a week for the last three years oh, so that so that people could then watch 150 hours of director's commentary about the development of the game apparently <laughs> that's uh, you well, know i just finished watching a hundred hour long let's play of persona 4 on uh, giant bombcast you watched a wow. hundred hours well as it was something to do while cross-stitching or minecrafting uh, so I had it running huh? on the second monitor. It's interesting that you play video games that are so boring that you need to you need to be entertained <laughs> while you're playing the video game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's more like it's more like that. I've got a lot of various media that I want to consume. So any any opportunity I have to double, to double up, up and consume more of it at once is. Do you feel like bonus. your attention span suffers? What? Oh, uh, <clears throat> I I can't consume things multiple things at the same time. Like when I am doing something that is strictly visual, like if I'm doing animation work, I can listen to music yeah. that has words mm-hmm. in it. If I'm doing anything where I have to read, I can't listen to anything with, with yeah. I can't words. I can't I can't write at, while listening to something that has lyrics. I can I I can play World of Warcraft mm-hmm. while listening to podcasts. If I'm not doing anything that requires okay. me to read or communicate with people or actually pay a lot of attention, right? Like, I will huh. listen. I, like, last night I was playing for a while and I was just like dicking around while I was waiting for the Dungeon Finder to pop. And then once the Dungeon Finder popped, I pulled out my headphones and I'm like, all right, time to pay attention to what's going on in this shitty group that I'm going to quit after two minutes because <laughs> they're bullshit. <laughs> uh, anyway. If you, this is sort of vaguely related, if you quit a group, do you lose your you lose your spot in the queue n- okay but you don't lose your bonus for doing a uh, pickup group yes you do you have to beat the dungeon to get the to get the well the prize it's no but i mean but can you get that bonus on, on, a, your, on, on a the next second group? or a third pickup group oh that's a good question because you've never actually quit a group before yeah and then got another one okay. yeah no i don't think i have i assume that it's probably the first one you do a day gives you the bonus regardless of how many you quit yeah probably probably true because it's not always your fault right like you can get in with a bunch of shit tards and uh those are like shitty retards in case you were wondering as opposed to the lion the lion retards the leotards Mm -hmm. and the witch tards and the wardrobe tards the unitards right that's a that's a retard with a horn growing out of his head yeah yeah <clears throat> Apparently, you're the, perpetuating like, retard culture. Psychological community is uh, the psych community is trying to rebrand that as uh, intellectual disability or something, as opposed to mental retardation. Intellectual disability, huh? Having a horn growing out I, of your head? Yes, that I mean that would be right. Developmentally disabled. <laughs> All I know is that mentally you make challenged. A lot of wishes. I mean, I has here's a, here's an interesting question. Has any crusade to change the name of something? ever worked um, I mean the names of things have certainly changed Jerusalem naturally Constantinople 
But I mean, was that did somebody like <laughs> all right stop so i mean san francisco I was, I was to think of like what was in the Crusades. wikipedia article for san francisco yeah it characterizes frisco as a deprecated nickname for san francisco and what the fuck does that mean in the context of a nickname for a city i have heard that natives of san francisco don't, don't like, like it when frisco. people call it frisco sure. right but people still do, and so therefore it is still a nickname. So there's the thing, though. Like, have they managed to change that name via activism? They've they've gotten it listed in Wikipedia as a deprecated nickname, I, which I don't believe that the word deprecated means anything in that context. Well, I think it is. I think it is badly badly used. I don't know that it, like mean, deprecated the, has a the, meaning in the sense is, that it used to be used a lot and is not used much anymore. It's but deprecated right. means like. No longer, there's something to replace. No it. longer designated. No longer designated as appropriate because there is a new thing that you're supposed to use okay. instead. San, like, because I, I, I've also heard San Franciscans don't like San Fran, hmm. right? Because I've like I've been corrected on that. What a can times. make them happy? I don't know. Bot sex, free uh, carbon credits. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Innovation. <laughs> that card game. Yeah. yeah. Which we have we've played it quite a bit. And many, many times have forgotten s- several of the important rules. <laughs> one of the important rules. No, but the first time you played was another rule, yeah. an important oh, rule yeah. was forgotten. And that one's even in bold. Yeah, the game, the rules of the game are too elegant for their own good. Because you, you, you think you get a handle on them and then you just forget about some of the weird counterintuitive things that are tacked on to balance particular I, things. I like that game. I've played, I, it, I've played I, it a bunch in the past... I think it's an interesting months. game, but the the act of playing it is too much of having to solve a puzzle in order to take my turn <laughs> for me. A puzzle. It's well, just you have you just end up getting a lot of options. Well, yeah, and and having to decide what the most optimal combination of those options is. It doesn't matter. Hot stuff wins anyway. <laughs> you beat me the last time we played. It was luck. <laughs> it was luck, and I didn't even know I had beaten you. Somebody, somebody had to, somebody had to come. Oh, I'm supposed to back away. Well, you were too close. I was too close. That's the thing. Like we can, we can change our volume dramatically by changing our relative distance to the microphone. Eh, only the people on the, only the people on the I, broadcast care. Okay, I think it's still going to be. Maybe I'm wrong. Like maybe people. We should we should get some uh, feedback from people that listen live versus people that listen. You mean I should like put a speaker against one of these mics? Y- no, no. Um, if if that if if people are noticing distinct volume changes between our voices uh, over time, they should uh, they should write in. Let All us right. know. So we're experimenting here. Question: Yes, is Zynga evil? <sighs> so that which is that question is not what was proposed in the forums which is why is why is kingdom of loathing not like is 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 kingdom of loathing like like, Farmville? yeah um i i think that you can you can approach the question from a bunch of different perspectives right because like there there's like their business model which i think is kind of crappy um but very successful um it it expanded into like what is the difference between Farmville and World of Warcraft? Sure. Right? And that that is a kind of an interesting question. Yeah, I, mean, I, think, the, I think the question is fascinating. Uh, so, honestly. one... My, my initial thinking 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go through the the stages that I went through in thinking about this question. I thought about Farmville and I thought about World of Warcraft and I thought, well, in an afternoon, I could make a prototype of a game that played identically to Farmville, right? Okay, and I could absolutely not do that with World of Warcraft. Okay. Right. So then I thought, well, so clearly because of that level of complexity and effort that has been put into it, World of Warcraft is somehow worth more than Farmville is. Okay. Huh. But then I thought, well, is that true? In an afternoon, like, you could probably is, also prototype Tetris. Is a novel worth more than a sentence? And then I thought, well, okay, is the world's worst novel better than the world's best sentence? Because probably not. You know, I would, I would probably in in whatever scale of valuation that right. I have for these things, there are probably sentences that if if you were to give me the choice between eliminating from history right. a single sentence or an entire novel, there are novels that I would choose over sentences for elimination. Yeah. Right. Um, I think it is pretty clear that Farmville is bullshit. Sure. But why is that? It's a that is a complicated question. It is. What are your thoughts? Th- they are many. Uh, manifold. They are manifold. Is the manifold nut <clears throat> corroded? <clears throat> That's a problem we're having with our swimming pool. Apparently, is that the manifold nut is corroded? Yeah. That sounds like a problem we'd have with a spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is making yeah, me obviously it makes me you happy. just need to reverse the polarity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We well, don't. I mean, there's. There's the question of intent, right? Because is intent on the on the on the part of the developers and designers? Because it seems obvious that Farmville is designed purely to soak money, whereas one would hope that Blizzard's intentions with World of Warcraft is to produce a fun game. Well, but they also definitely want to make money. Yeah, but so is a Ponzi scheme evil. Let's let's let's, yeah. get, let's go away from let's get away from games for yeah. a second. Like Ponzi scheme is is, I mean, for certain definitions of evil. Well, okay, so right, so that's that's an, like an interesting point. But like it's it is a, a an instrument where, for a brief period, you know, the people at the top of the pyramid can benefit from a bunch of other people joining the the pyramid, and eventually it will collapse. Right. Right. So I mean, that's the thing: is a stockbroker evil? Right, because he's not doing anything except making money, right? He does not give a shit about anything. He does not produce anything. He is not interested in making the world a better place. His job is to push numbers around in an effort to make certain columns bigger and certain columns smaller. But regardless of his performance, he gets paid. Right? Is that true? Yeah, I think, I mean, if, if he, as long as he, well. I would imagine. Uh, regardless of the stock's performance, he gets paid. Like if he sells more stock to people or whatever, if he you know if he has more transactions than other people, he gets paid more. Yeah, commission. But right. he but. doesn't necessarily like whether when those people make or lose money, he doesn't see or right. Or he d- his his performance is not rewarded based on how well he provides his service to the people he's providing it to. Right. right. Is that evil or is it just a fucking job? I mean, like, I I think. I think in in a lot of ways it is hard for people like us to get into the shoes of most of the people on earth because most of the people on earth the reason that they do their job is to make the money that it takes to 
pay their rent and make it so that they can do the shit that they enjoy doing on the weekends and at night, right? We, you know, it is very easy. It is very easy for us to say this, but we have ended up in a situation where we love what we do for a living, and our primary goal is to do a good job of what we do for a living. And so that we can continue to do it for a little bit. Yeah. Right, but we, so, we, the only reason that we need money for it, the only reason that we have any, the, the only reason we have to pay attention to the money aspects of it is so that we can continue to do it. And our motives for doing it, from where I'm standing, my motive for making video games is to make people happy. So I feel pretty confident that my motives are pure. Because really, what I want to do is make video games that people play and think, "Man, that was awesome when I killed that skeleton and got that sword." Would you Would you live in a shack in a meadow, though? That's an excellent question. To do that, like I don't. I think you also enjoy, you know, living with with some means. I do, I do. But I was I was equally happy, and I mean, I sometimes look back fondly on the times when I was sort of toiling in obscurity making games you know Uh, and again it's very easy to look back on that and think oh yeah you know boy I I sure wish my swimming pool filter wasn't broken because Jesus that's a big problem I got where I got to pay 300 bucks to fix a corroded manifold nut so that my giant pool full of water that exists for no reason other than for me to fuck around in it a few times a year right you know oh also I pay a guy to clean it Right, you know, like I personally don't think of myself as the kind of person who likes money, but I do like I think of myself as the kind of person who likes to smoke cigars and I prefer, you know, middle of the road ones to cheap ones. And I like drinking whiskey and I like not drinking Safeway brand whiskey. And yeah, I've developed a, I've developed an expensive whiskey. habit. Yeah. Yeah, you have. So, I like one-clicking Amazon. <laughs> yeah, you like getting a new thing every day yeah. to pile to add to your pile of media that I, you I you refuse, literally will I not have to enough time to enable one-click because that is so dangerous. In my defense, Amazon is the only place I buy ev- anything other than the grocery store. <laughs> so that's not really a defense, Riff. They they sell well, it's, almost it's so, everything. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not like I'm spending ungodly amounts of money because I don't spend money anywhere else is the point I'm making. But anyway. Well, that doesn't make any you go on fancy is- vacations. You go on cruises. <laughs> In my imagination. You, don't- you go on rocket trips to the moons of Jupiter. <laughs> and then I mine them for a place, A place that sells almost everything that you can buy saying, oh, that's the only place I buy things doesn't mean <laughs> that that's like defensible as a... Yeah. But I save a lot on shipping. <laughs> sure. <laughs> But, okay, so, well, so our plan is to make good games and hopefully people give us money so that we can make more of them. I feel like that is also Blizzard's strategy. But whereas Zynga's strategy is to make money by making a game that will provide money regardless of the quality of the game. Zynga, for instance, does not let players trade anything between each other. And they don't do that because 
that would make it so people cheat and they don't want to deal with policing people cheating because that costs a bunch of money and doesn't make them any additional money. Mm-hmm. So like that is that is a way in which Zynga, Zynga will evaluate features based on the cost, the cost sure. of those features, not based on the benefit that those features would provide to the users in terms of their experience, but just in terms of how much extra money that would allow them to get from their users. Like the... Like the uh Automobile recall insurance adjustment. Oh, right. Thing. From Fight Club. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the the guy, it, it has been, I've been reading this, uh, I've been reading this book over the last couple of months, The uh, Ultimate History of Video Games. And as it turns out, it, what if you had told me what this book was about, I would have said that I wasn't interested in it and that I, that I didn't want to read it. It is almost entirely about the business side really of the history of video games yeah. huh. and it's depressing it is depressing to me because all of the people that i used to kind of admire it really turns out they were more just business dudes than like dudes that wanted to make video games like all the people huh. that i would want to be in these stories were nolan bushnell not nolan bushnell no I mean, that's the thing. I've I have lost so much respect for guys that I used to think of as like, oh, these were like good guys. These were like pioneers of the industry. Like, you know, like Trip Hawkins from EA or whatever. Nolan Bushnell specifically. Like, huh. you know, these guys kind of sound like assholes, and they like fuck their friends to make more money. You know, yeah, the, and like, the screwing the screwing your developers thing, which just seems like it happens over and over mm-hmm. and over again. Like, what what is that all about? Those are the ones we know about. You know, those were the ones that were successful. Those were the ones that made it. The guys that did that, you know, there were all kinds of games that we've never heard of made by guys who really wanted to make good video games. It's like, it's it's depressing. Huh. You know? And... Yeah, I don't know. I'd like to think that we would not... omit a feature that we thought was really cool because of cost concerns right we will do we will do things like i mean in a way having to manage our time which is a decidedly finite resource i i do not feel as though i can just hire more people to do our jobs right because we are we do our jobs in a particular way that works for us I think it would be very difficult to hire another writer of the same caliber of Riff or Josh. I think it would be difficult to hire, you know, another artist that can do what I can do. (laughs) (laughs) So we will, we will excise features from things that we're planning on doing on the basis of this will take up too much of our time. This will convolute the development process in the future in a way that will harm us overall right but not in a (sighs) well it's like the amount of time that it would take to implement this compared to the amount of quality and enjoyment it adds to the game is not equal to what we could get by spending this amount of time elsewhere right and i mean we do have to think about money right i mean there are there are the realities of existing in the real world that have to be dealt with you know, there are bills that have to be paid. There are salaries that have to be paid. We could, we could probably, you know, we could all live in the office and cut down our costs pretty significantly. If, 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 if we were like, if we formed a like video game monastery, 
<laughs> we could produce Kingdom of Loathing for a fraction of its current cost, right? It's true. But would we get sweet robes? <laughs> well, because we, we wouldn't make them ourselves. <laughs> yeah. We'd make them ourselves out of the remnants of our merchandise T-shirts that didn't sell. Can yeah. we also develop a video game martial art? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. We should brew I'm our own. This we idea. could brew our own beer to keep us alive during the weeks where we don't eat anything <laughs> because we're making video games and not speaking. So, the, I mean, the original question was like framed in part based on uh, the sort of a, a Jonathan Blow interview. And I've been thinking a lot about him and that the, the notions that he sort of brings to the, to the argument. Cause like, you know, he's, he talks a lot about sort of social games as being evil things. Um, I want to. I want to say things that are discuss, discussed as social games. I want to inter- interject here. Yeah, I, I find Jonathan Blow fascinating, but I think that it is it is critical that you take everything that he says with a, a significantly sized grain of salt. Well, so well, there's also, I mean, the 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 probably the same interview you're talking about appeared on Emily Short's website she she's one of the big interactive fiction pioneers currently okay. and that engendered a large discussion because of what Jonathan Blow he talked about talked about fiction. quality of interactive fiction and adventure games yeah and Blow showed up in the comments and and discussed these these concepts with with them uh, very elaborately these are like long long posts huh I didn't and that. and I feel like the interview format did not really provide him with a platform to say what to to explain his thoughts sufficiently well, is, so, so is, is, is and and therefore that made him look like my, he was saying something he didn't really mean to say my first thought would be to back up you know five or ten steps and talk about noam chomsky who i think is somebody who has a similar sort of point of view as jonathan blow except for he's like much more macro scale I, he, I think, would argue that like anything which distracts us from issues which are actually really important to our survival and like fundamental, you know, quality of life, things that that distract us from that, those are which should be considered evil, right? Which is like you know why he talks about like mass media and like professional sports as being things which are almost almost intentionally designed to distract us from like real issues. Um. So, like, you can talk about things at that scale, right? Which, in which case, almost all video games basically are things which are. Yeah, I mean, we're sort of dedicating our lives to bread and circuses. If, if, yeah, yeah. Well, right. not bread. I mean, just circuses, yeah, right? Like, yeah. the, the, so like, there's you can you can take a step back and say, you know, everything that you're doing is is just a distraction from things that are a- like actually important like figuring I, I out like it, how humanity is going to survive on this planet right. in the long term I, I, and i find something. it hard to i remember in an ethics class d- like discussing some essay about like the sort of intrinsic value of cool right where like mother teresa is arguably a better person than paul newman but everyone would rather hang out with Paul Newman than Mother <laughs> Teresa. Right? And and how, right. like, what what is that? And, and like, you know, it, it, this was just in an aside in a lecture, but, but it has stuck with me because there is value to leisure. Right? I mean, mm. there, there is, there is, 
would Chomsky argue that there is no value at all in the entire history of artistic achievement I, of, no, I of don't, mankind? I, don't, I mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm not in his head, and you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't want to speak for him by any means, and I haven't read enough of his work to really know what he would say in that kind of situation. But I think he would argue that sort of the the fervid pursuit of you know sort of keeping on top of your sports team's standings or you know making sure you've seen every episode of Jersey Shore or or whatever all of that is just a distraction from important issues like keeping aware of like what your political situation is you know like are are your rights being observed like are you are you are you being served by the people you've elected to office like these like i feel like he would consider those as actual important issues and that we just mostly want to ignore right because they're hard and it's easy to keep track of like you know how many rbis your favorite baseball player has or whatever right like but I mean, does he believe that it's possible for everyone to stay on top of that? Because I, I, I don't. I he, mean, I mean, he would argue that it's within our it's within our capabilities, right? We could, you know, he's he is very like critical of society, and then also extremely hopeful. He's like, you know, all of this is this is a system which we build and maintain and are participating in ourselves, right? Like, we if we're not happy with something, we can change it. It's just a matter of like getting together and doing it, you know. Like, <clears throat> so I, like I, I mean, I don't I don't want to disrail because I, I feel like we're it's it's a, you know our audience and and us are more interested in talking about like sort of video games, but like <clears throat> reframing it in that context, I feel like gives us a little bit of perspective. Like uh, talking about like whether Zynga is evil, it's like if it's evil, it's it's sort of like you know my, right. It's, minor it's, a, evil. it's a subtle variation in flavor of evil versus everything. Yeah. So, you know, so one thing, one thing that I will definitely characterize as reprehensible about what Zynga does is that they will find a product that they think has potential. They will fast, fast follow it, which, you know, (laughs) that guy is a nice guy, but those are just, those are punch in the mouth words. It's, it's weird. It's cause it's, it's that whole like, you know, double plus good, you know, yeah. Yeah. corporate speak that has emerged that's <sighs> so they will fast follow they will make a shitty knockoff of a, a good product a game that's ramping that up exists. and becoming something, successful something that's becoming successful they will throw their considerable weight behind a marketing campaign for it and then they will Be, you know, which because they because they have established themselves really solidly they can just do and crush anything else that said you know that's competition. That's how capitalism works. Stupak weighs in a lot in that thread saying like, look, guys, what the fuck? This is how capitalism works. What are you complaining about? Which is my go-to argument about a lot of things, right? Like, I don't, I won't shop at Walmart because I don't like what their censorship policies do, right? They make it so you have to print two two different versions of every CD if you want it sold to the CD buying public, right? Like, Magic... CeeLo C- Green's Forget You. Yeah. You know, Ma- <laughs> Magic the Gathering had to spend a, yeah. a significant amount of money reprinting all of their shit with no demons or pentagrams in it 
huh. in between third and fourth editions, in between unlimited or revised and fourth edition, because they got a deal to sell it at Walmart. They understood this is the difference between us being in the you know the level of like popularity among like nerds, but not like mainstream huge success, and what they are now, which is hugely successful mainstream. And you know, they're doing good work. They are doing things that I like. Mm-hmm. Right, and they make was, a lot was of it at their coast. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think that Magic the Gathering is a good thing, hmm. and I am glad that they're making money because, like, they're they're definitely brought up in this discussion of the you know the whole Skinner box, the whole like, you know. Well, I mean, then you also get into the Magic the Gathering team is not a single guy. You've got the guys who are making the game and then you've got the marketing department well but i mean the people who are making the game like some collection of people decided on the mechanics of booster packs that have mostly commons you know a couple of uncommons and a single rare Mm -hmm. right and then the distribution of cards which includes you know in any given releases you know with 30 rares or something like that so in order to get a full set so in order to get a full set you need n number of cards to in order to get four of every rare which would be the you know like the number that you could potentially have in a deck you need four times that number right like yeah but you don't need that you don't need that in order to have fun with the product sure right sure i mean that's the thing we we it's when when Raf Coster said to us, "Yeah, this is actually super interesting." Th- so we talked we talked about Raf we we talked about like EverQuest and we talked about uh, about Kingdom of Loathing's model and Star Wars Online and, and stuff. yeah Star Wars Galaxies with with Raf Coster and he said yeah. that given the opportunity, the MMO addict will spend his entire discretionary income on your product. Yeah, and as like huh, okay. He well, said, well, so, but, but what he but what he distinguished was, you know, that that's their discretionary income. That is not the money that they need to to pay rent to right. like buy food, that kind of thing. But did he say discretionary so that he can sleep at night? Uh, maybe, right? Yeah, who knows? Because because you know maybe they don't stop there, right? Yeah, I don't know. But then really who's? But then honestly, whose problem? Well, is so that, like right? you know the the standard teenager like their their needs are generally met by their parents and any money that they have is discretionary income, right? So, like, that's sure. that's a situation where all of the money, that they could spend all of their money and it would all be discretionary. So, I mean, allowing people to spend an arbitrary amount of money on a video game as a luxury good, is that inherently worse than, say, opening up a stand at the mall where you sell spinning rims, right? Do you care that a lot of the people that buy spinning rims are doing so at the expense of feeding and educating their children. But that's, I mean, that's for the question. Are, are, are people actually who's responsible doing responsible for it? Are people actually spending money on frivolous items at the expense of their own or their family's well-being? I mean, I think, yes. But well, I mean, there are right? some... No, ra- I think that is. I think that is nuts di- that are. But I is that no, I is think that, that is the by, main, I think you that think is that's by and large the, the way people operate. Huh. Wait, you think that people will sp- like spend all their money on spinning rims instead of feeding themselves and their family? I think that. I don't. I don't think that's a common thing. No, I think it I, is. I, I think that. I think that. 
I think the, people. The, I think the people amount are not, of the amount of debt, that, like the, the the average the average okay. credit card debt, right? You well, don't, that's a different thing. You don't though. go into a bunch that's of like credit. A, that's an extra layer. But you don't go into a bunch of credit card debt buying shit that you need because you don't you in general need that sure. much stuff right sure. like and so that's that's what i'm saying i mean that there is a tendency but for people to spend more money than they have well, yeah but because of this like that's that adds just this other layer of well credit credit because credit cards make it not a real thing yeah right but if you had to if, if everything if you had to pay for everything with cash in your pocket but everybody has a credit card so you don't and so we're all we're all playing by the same rules everyone is playing by the same rules in terms of like uh, making things available for people to spend money on is the point that I'm trying to make, right? I mean, you know, nobody needs ice cream. Baskin Robbins isn't evil. If Baskin Robbins does a marketing push to get people to are, buy more ice cream. Are they evil though? I mean, I like, so we like buy some of these, by some of the like notions that we've been discussing, I think maybe they are right well, because they're not, they're providing, sure. They can, they are providing potential calories to people, but they're not, like healthy calories right? but I'm trying to figure out what I am trying to figure out a way that I can continue to believe that Zynga is evil without having to extend <laughs> it to all of these other things that I, Chomsky wants me to believe are evil right? I don't know that Zynga I don't know that Zynga is fundamentally evil I think yeah, that there I, are, I, don't, I think that there are aspects of the way that they probably a bad term yeah, I don't know that yeah, I think yeah, that sure. they are either I think that they are I think that they are potentially bad for a culture that i care about the, i i definitely disagree with a lot of their like business model right i don't the games that they make i don't think are appealing to me but i don't know that that's that that's the, that's the i think the more more of the question that jonathan blow talks about right yeah. like are is farmville somehow objectively bullshit and i don't know because so the some of the discussion in our forums was kind of interesting like like people likened farmville if you stripped away the like sort of hooks into your wallet that farmville has it becomes a lot like harvest moon right which is a game which doesn't really have a lot of stated goals there's a lot of things you can collect there's a well, lot of things you can do Moon does have a lot of stated goals you just don't necessarily know about them i, mean, I don't know anything about them not having played it but i mean like, there's like a there an, is like animal a crossing story maybe? arc of of Harvest Moon. yeah i mean yeah, sure animal crossing. Maybe animal crossing yeah. does, i don't yeah, know like animal like, crossing okay so animal crossing is a better okay so so animal crossing was i think maybe something that another example that they brought up right and so I, I think of, so like not knowing that game at all. I think about a game like Minecraft that I have played, which has n basically zero stated goals, but is incredibly compelling. And to me, like is dangerous to my lifestyle because I could get into a situation where I would want to do nothing but play Minecraft, right? Like it's, it's a lot of fun. I could spend a tremendous amount of time building stuff in that game, acquiring additional resources so I could build more things, so I could acquire more resources, so I could build more <laughs> things, you know, like right. <clears throat> the Robin Williams paradox or whatever. Like, I mean, but I don't if, think it's evil. It's, it's like, it's like, it's like saying Legos are evil. If, if you believe that Minecraft is evil, right? right. Like, well, let's imagine a version of Minecraft that took advantage of 
I mean, that's the thing. You say you remove the hooks into your wallet, yeah, and and it's not intrinsically, but like the hooks into your wallet are kind of what makes it bad. Well, right? so so that's why if, I, that's why if, I disagree with their business model. If in Minecraft, every you you could dig down five levels below sea level until you gave them another ten bucks, yeah, yeah. and then you could dig another or, five, or and then if you, you got ten bucks, if you, you got dig one five. stone pickaxe for free every day, and if you wanted another one, you had to pay a buck. Yeah. Sure, sure. Like, if it were designed that way, I think it would definitely be a lot, you know, a lot more questionable or whatever. So, you know, Bl- Blister Guy asked in the forums, how would you feel if Zynga fast followed Kingdom of Loathing? What would you do if they did that? We, we they talked are, to them. We right? talked to them. They are entirely not interested in us. And I said, what kind of money do you have to make for them to be interested in you? And he told us. And then we said, well... If what they are interested in is that particular amount of money on average per player, we make like 10 or 20 times that. Yeah. Why are they not interested in us? And he was he was like really dismissive of it and I don't exactly understand why. That that conversation did not resolve. And yeah. the the reason like a lot of this I f- I feel like kind of an asshole because, you know, this is a nice guy. Right? Yeah. It's a nice guy and he like he likes us and he likes what we do, right? But he he kinda gave me this sense like, all right, well you guys you guys are just sort of like little kids talking about things that you don't really understand when I'm well, like I, no, I felt more like we're just little fish in a big pond kind of thing, which I was fine with because I feel that way. And sure. We, you know. I don't think they could fast follow us because any they could not make something in a weekend that was anything like what we have. Right. Because, because all spent, we are is content. We have spent you know, thirty man years adding content to this huh. game. So Do you I mean like not that like Legends of Zork or whatever was a mm-hmm. fast follow, yeah. but do you yeah, do you sort of see them as something that was like KOL like? Yeah, but it's also complete bullshit that is like one one thousandth of what KOL is. Do right? you I think feel like fantasy, they make more money than we do? I I don't think so. I doubt it. I don't know. I I'm curious to see what happened. Like I, I would love to know facts about this, yeah. right? Because like, well, so, so they spent a tremendous they, amount of money advertising. Yeah, what they right? certainly don't do is they they certainly don't make more money multiply like relative to the amount of money that it took to make the game because to to make KOL cost nothing effectively, right? And then all of the other development costs were paid for by money that it made on its merits, right? They. You know, advertising, it is very easy for me to think of advertising as tricking people into giving money to something that doesn't deserve it, right? Because if it deserved it, they would know about it without you having to tell them. I recognize that this is extremely naive. It's advertising is such a, like advertising. So there's, there's two different like notions here. Advertising is like putting a word out to everyone right and then there's marketing which is like targeting targeting your message towards particular audiences right um and i i'm almost more okay with advertising the name with marketing yeah to some extent i mean i feel like there's a big difference between letting people know about something and enticing them to pay for it yeah yeah it's 
and it's a weird, like you know I feel like advertisements used to be you know pages which had a bunch of copy on them explaining the benefits of their product and have become you know pages which are no text pictures of like hot women holding yeah. holding a tiny thing which is the product right and that's and suddenly oh well, I'm totally gonna buy that I was on I, I got uh, I signed up for like a focus group testing thing once and I was on I was in a focus group for Sam Adams and they just absolutely did not care what I had to say like they they were asking like what what did you what do you, how do you feel about this commercial compared to Sam Adams commercials that you've seen in the past and I'm like this one is lame as shit because it said absolutely nothing about the product huh. like I I would not even know that this was beer <laughs> if I didn't already know that Sam Adams was beer before I saw the commercial. And then, like, everyone else on the focus group was, like, making fun of me. And, like, I just basically got talked down every time I tried to bring anything up. Like, it was it was ridiculous. It was, like, I don't know. It, like, I, I felt like I was suddenly on the board at a frat house. And <laughs> I'd the, never been the there before. Board. Yeah, on the board. You know, the board that decides, like, all right, how many girls are we going to rape this week? <laughs> and I'm saying... Guys, maybe we shouldn't rape any yeah, girls. Yeah, maybe zero. Maybe we yeah. rape zero. And then everybody just looks at me like I'm. Everybody looks at me like I have a you know like feet growing like out of my like face. You're, in, <laughs> you're inventing a number that doesn't exist yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they 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 get angry at me for being Arab. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think of uh, so so fantasy university. Yeah, continues to piss me off. Continues to. Yes, it showed up on Congregate. It took there. There are like thirty people credited, like thirty people made that game. Okay, and like that game is just a bullshit ripoff of KOL. I've I've the more time I spend with it, the more I am convinced this is like what KOL. Do you mean, the more time you spend, if you continue to, play I played it? it. I played it. I started a, a character on it on Congregate and and played it for a little while. So it's one now, of their stats. So one now, of their stats is loathing. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind I'm gonna of. Funny. Be, I'm gonna be pissed if they make a bunch of money. They, um, they probably are. I mean, like, yeah. <clears throat> are you more annoyed with them for for ripping us off? Or are you more annoyed for them for for being like more organized to actually get to actually get their like brand out to a bunch of people? Right? Like, well, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens when we try to start competing in a more real market. You know, the new game, the new game we've developed as though it's a real thing, right? Like we're, we're actually going to have to do some shit that we've never had to do. I mean, my hope is that we don't, right? My hope is that we put it up. Blowing people? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to, I mean, I've got, uh, so I've got these envelopes filled with plane tickets for each of us (laughs) and we're each on a different route. So it's like land blow a guy take off <laughs> land blow a guy take off land blow a guy take off huh i wondered why their travel budget was so large there I, I i decided to take it a little bit easy on you guys there are only 40 legs on each on each of your trips so uh-huh. only 20 dudes yeah <laughs> well no 39 dudes it's they're in a circle oh, okay <laughs> not the dudes the the flights the are in, i mean topologically they're in a circle they're they're uh, yeah, no. So a lot of the dudes are one-legged, <laughs> I guess. 
None of them are Jonathan Blow. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't make the list. But hot stuff. You do get to blow Noam Chomsky. Sweet. Oh, yeah. So I wonder if I wonder if Jonathan Blow would be interested in a beta key. I have no idea. I don't know. He wasn't interested in in going to a bar to talk. Because there's us. a lot of people well, I can think of like yeah, that, yeah. like him and Emily Short and Tobold, and people who, if we had them on the beta might have some very interesting things to say yeah maybe i mean i definitely would want to like save them for a sort of a, la- a last round yeah a later round not necessarily a last round but like once we felt like we had once we had resolved all obvious bugs <laughs> you know yeah I, I don't know you know i mean i don't uh, i don't either i would almost be afraid you know, like, b- just because of my sort of perpetual shame at everything that I've ever produced <laughs> or said or done, I uh, I would almost be afraid to, like, show somebody that I respected. You know, I, like, I'm all about the idea of one of them stumbling onto it, you know, somebody that I've heard of stumbling onto it. I, I It always makes me really excited when somebody that I have heard of mm. has also played KOL, right? Like, it hardly ever happens, but sometimes it does, and I'm like, oh... I'm worth something. This, the world is actually different than it would be if I had just never been born or or <laughs> drowned in a toilet when I was one year old. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, fuck Zynga. Is that is that the upshot of this whole thing? No, I I, I mean, it was fascinating talking to those guys. I say yeah. those guys. Uh, I don't know that I can, in good conscience, tell people to be more like Kalimvor anymore. <laughs> ah, I can. I still love you, buddy. <clears throat> I, you know, I don't hold anything against them. Yeah. Individually, at all. Yeah. It is weird, though. It is. It is weird that when I asked why we were not on their radar. Because my... my I mean, we are very underground. I dislike them. Well... They're, Entirely for the reason that they take things like us. They're also interested in way more eyeballs, right? Like part of their business model is having enough players that it's worth like having this game in their network. So they they so seek they out they seek out things that make money based on breadth of appeal rather than depth of appeal. Yes. And so I should be flattered. I should be flattered that they don't care about my thing, even though it is, per user, significantly more profitable than a lot of the things that they do go after. Right? I mean, in a way, it's like, you know, I I feel like partially I'm getting that, like, kind of like, you know, like, oh, why why won't anybody molest me? Am I not pretty (laughs) enough? You know, like, but but it, it did it did chafe a little bit. The, the just dismissal there. Sure. Right? Because because I wanted to know. I wanted to know what it was. What is it that these people that you decide are worth, that it's worth stealing their shit have that we don't have? Like, why should I not be afraid of you? Right? Because I am. I am afraid of Zynga. Right? Because if Zynga decides that they want to fuck with us, we're just wiped off the you, map. You say that. I don't know that a single one of our players would go over to some other game. Right? Like, that. Like we're, in some sense, immune to them taking our players. Mm-hmm. Right? 
they might maybe that's true. They might I, ruin. They might ruin our future. They might. Yeah. They they might take away. They might take away the mark. I mean, and you know, fantasy, fantasy university, university might be taking away any market that we have for KOL in the future. Or right? fantasy university is creating a market for us in the future. Right. Because people play it and they say, "Oh wow, this is." Is there is there a game that has more? This is than nowhere this? near as good as KOL. No. Yeah. Well, they don't know about KOL because they're not they're new players. I mean, and then, that's what, when and then we say, sh- "Hey, come check out the original." Yeah, right. Like maybe they're more interested. Like I, you know, I'd, eight years of content. No, I mean I know it. that that's why a lot of people are still starting to play Ultima online <laughs> these days. You know, because this we, ancient well, technology. I mean, we get so. new. We they, get new they, players every they day. Just re- they just open new EverQuest One servers. Yeah, the, we get new players every day. Yeah, you know, every time I think there's there's no way no anybody who has been in the, involved in the internet has not heard of us. I meet somebody who's never heard of us. Who would who would play and enjoy the game? Yeah. You know, friends of mine from high school or college or whatever are like, oh yeah, wow! I just I just found your game and it's awesome. And I'm like, we've been around for seven years, right? Like eight, eight years. What? No, no. If it's I, not eight, it's becoming eight. It's gonna be eight soon. It's February. It's February. Is it not eight now. I don't know. I thought it was the end of February. It's so been, it's either eight or seven years and eleven months. Like, <laughs> what? Um, I don't. Know. Okay, you're right. It's not eight. Bazooka points out that liquor stores sell to alcoholics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, liquor stores. Well, like, like every, you know, like every store, you have to sell to anyone that has currency, right? Like, mm-hmm. you can't, you can't discriminate based on. Well, I mean, casinos can ban gambling addicts. Okay, how do you how do you ban them from coming in the door? No, I don't know. Right. I don't know. How, how do you works. like I think I think a a place that is regulated like a a gun a place that sells guns can't sell guns to felons, I guess. Right. right. Right? But that's because of some sort of very strict government regulation. Any place that's not that strictly regulated. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like the grocery store can sell guns to felons. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bananas. The self checkout lane. Chocolate, chocolate guns. Yeah, um, you'd have to run up and give it to him real fast. In the desert, you're so used to living in the hot, hot areas. In in the in the north, it's not a problem. So the thing about the thing about all these like semantic arguments about what is and isn't evil is uh, what I'm worried is that it, that it deflects the notion of like I think that there are games. There are game developers whose motives are more or less pure, right? I think that is at least a given, right? Yeah. Like, if if you can if you can argue your way around Zynga being any more evil than Blizzard being any more evil than Asymmetric, at least I think you can acknowledge that there are, just like in any other media, there are like hacks and there are artists. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if you get into the sem- if you if you get into a semantic debate, that's like, well, you know, what? Like a guy who writes a shitty poem isn't any less of a poet than a guy who writes a good poet. But like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> well, so that's, there's there's two there's two issues. We haven't really talked about KOL and how it fits into this whole scheme. And then we also like the the question was whether you know it, does a game seek to enrich its players or to rip them off i guess that that wasn't quite that's i'm paraphrasing there but like is it is it is it seeking to to make 
to, to improve the people who play the game or to take from them? Give them something or take something from them, I guess, was the dichotomy. Right. Right. And, you know, I, I feel like, I, you know, from where I am sitting, I feel like we try to provide a lot of things and we ask we ask that you give us something in return if you feel like it's worth it to you. Right. Right. Which that was the only business model that I was ever going to be comfortable with because I always hated the idea of business because I just thought I always thought I always thought of business as the sort of like craft of getting people to give you more than you deserve. <laughs> sure. Right. Tricking people into giving you money. Right. That's what a business is. And I mean, maybe you trick them into giving you money by making them a sandwich, right? And like, <laughs> that's like, uh, okay. I mean, I guess that's like, like, I was always a person who could not, I always severely undervalued my own effort and time, right? When I, when I did work just for people, I, you know, I remember my dad's friend was like, hey, you do web design stuff, right? Like, we'll, contract you to fix this stuff and I fixed this stuff on his webpage that took like 45 minutes you know to fix all of this stuff and then I was like just bill you 75 bucks and he was like that was 10% of what we expected to pay for this you need to bill more for the time and I'm like alright well so it took 45 minutes like do i do i lie to you guy who i've known my entire life do i pretend that my time is worth 700 bucks for 45 minutes like what what do you do there right you know at at some point if you had like a thousand customers you could be like well most of these calls last you know most of these situations last two hours so i will charge you know 100 and 150 bucks because $75 an hour seems to be like a good rate or whatever and like some of them take 15 minutes and some of them take 5 hours but they average out to 2 hours right Right. when you have one customer you have no fucking idea yeah <laughs> right like that's that's part of the problem no and I mean you know it's it's different now right I mean like my time is worth I mean just because I'm older and have less of it left like my time is worth way more than it used to be in, in terms of like how I think about you know, just convenience versus expense. I mean, also I have way more money than I used to, so it's easier for me to say that. But, you know, who knows? The way things are going, I might be fucking destitute in three or four years. So we will see. I sure hope not. (laughs) No, but I mean, but I mean, the day might come where it's monastery or nothing, and it'll be interesting to see what we do. Yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about that. I, I, you know, I, I think I'd be willing to like, you know, if I could live somewhere cheaply, I'd, I'd keep working on the game. You know, I'd keep doing what I'm doing now and forego traveling and, and stuff like yeah. that just to try. No, to- I mean, like, I, I think about that, too. If it came down to, like, all right, well, I can't pay you anymore, but you can live at the office and I'll get all your meals. Yeah. You know, would you stick around? Yeah. And, I mean, I think maybe you would for a while. I, I think it would be in the hopes that there would be something profitable that would that would put us back up to the level where you know the lifestyle to which yeah. we've become accustomed. I think I would work harder too, I, yeah. you know, in sort of an ironic sense, right? Because like, you know, given given like the sink or swim kind of thing, you know, you kind of want to swim. Yeah. 
So, you know. Maybe we'll see. Maybe maybe we'll be spared these indignities by the overwhelming success of the new game. That's that's possible. Everybody buy an iPad. <laughs> Everybody buy an iPad. Hope we manage to get this ported to the iPad and then buy it. And also $900 worth of in-app purchases of additional hats <laughs> that don't do anything except let you keep playing. <laughs> they look different. Each hat, will, do, yeah, each hat will look different. Yeah. Every fight, every fight <laughs> only gives you experience if the monster has never seen your hat before. <laughs> so eventually <laughs> you need enough $40 hats. That you can. There's a bunch of cheap hats, but then there's a bunch of expensive hats that are fancy. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Feathers on them. <sighs> Each additional feather costs a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the uh, special monthly feather called macaroni. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty dandy. <laughs> uh, Psyche uh, writes in the forum thread Hello Jake, I've been enjoying your wit and edgy humor On these radio shows, well sorry about this one uh, If you were in <laughs> Minneapolis, I'd totally Buy you a beer, I was in Minneapolis Not too long ago and you didn't buy me a beer So I don't believe you uh, In an archive show from last fall, you and Hot Stuff Got into an argument on the air about the then upcoming Tutorial revamp, my question is are you guys all good friends outside of your work on this show, or is that level of intense discussion just how your workplace <laughs> operates? Uh, you know, we had a lot of arguments like that. I, What seems to be the thing that differentiates the people that I really get along with and like and the people that I just, you know, I'm sort of like okay with are if I get into really intense arguments with you, you are probably a really good friend or, like, my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> If I don't, you know, you're just this guy. You know? <clears throat> Remember that time I yelled at you about like fonts or yeah, some yeah. shit for it was a long over time? the phone. I was like, "Oh my god, what is wrong with you?" Uh, I was totally right. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I went to school for 3 years to learn about this shit. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't about fonts. It was about, it was D about D DPIs D on some yeah, images that I sent you. And, uh, you yeah, and like, I turned out to be totally wrong. Yeah, no. I, I, <laughs> for which I blame my professors. <laughs> sure. Because yeah, it can't be your fault. It's uh, No, we're, we're all good. We're all good friends. Hot Stuff and I are, uh, are heterosexual life partners. Apparently. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what was the argument about the tutorial? I don't remember what it was. I think it was important to me that I have arrows. <laughs> no, it was something. It was... It was probably involved some sort of narrative or something that I was really worried about. I don't even remember. I totally don't remember what that argument was about. Yeah, I, mean, I remember yeah. having it. Yeah. And then I remember, I think, just ignoring what you said and going on and doing the tutorial probably. the way that I wanted to. No, it was, it was something weird. It was like... Ah, I don't remember. I'd be curious to find that argument and listen to it and see what see what came of it. Yeah. Uh, Child says, One, I know you caught at least one show of Turtle Poey 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 playing his turns live. Are you learning anything interesting about your game from watching it being played in real time? Uh, that was crazy. Did you watch any of that? See it, yeah. it was just a video of a guy doing a hardcore speed run and it was like, alright, I'm gonna play a turn. And then like, Ten minutes later, after I'm done juggling buffs and familiars, I'm going to play another turn. It's not quite that bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's a lot of things to think about. Uh, it's it's interesting that our game 
facilitates a wide variety of play styles that way. Yeah. Because I could never play the game that way. And yet, I still enjoy it. Uh, number two, he writes, How the hell do you American folks get around your damn country? Planes cost a fortune, coaches take too long, and you don't seem to have trains that go anywhere. What the fuck is a coach? Bus. Buses. What? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, oh, it, oh, I'm sorry. It, it comes from what they call the bus driver, which is the the coachman who encourages the bus to. Oh, okay. And, and teaches <laughs> it the see. various routes. Oh, right. And so, yeah. Right, and they have to stop at stations for a barrel of Gatorade to be dumped yeah. on his head <laughs> to refuel the bus. <laughs> Um, I sure as hell am not hiring a crazy American mirror car and drive hiring a car (laughs) mirror mirror car car and driving on the wrong side of the road to Phoenix yeah we never did go through with renting a car in any place that we had to drive I have driven on the wrong side of the road but it is very disconcerting I've driven on the wrong side of the road in a mine in uh, at the Cypress Baghdad copper mine where I went to service some computers uh, in my in a previous it, life, which is neither in Cyprus nor in Baghdad. <laughs> no, it's in Baghdad, Arizona. Okay. Uh, they, for whatever reason, you drive on the left side of the road, and I think it is because the the they want so trucks drive down around the around the circumference of this strip mine, and when they are driving back up, they want the trucks to be on the inside of the curve because they are laden with stuff and that puts less stress on the sort of grades of the road. Uh, I don't sure. know why they didn't just dr- dig the roads the other, the other way. way. Yeah. But, but they didn't. Um, anyway, it was, it was, it was weird. It was hard to get used to, but not too hard. I was also wearing a hard hat. <laughs> you had to wear a hard hat while you were in your car. I don't know why. Probably because of the same. The trucks laden with copper. Uh, first of all, chill. You need to learn to talk English because you don't you don't hire a car. You rent one. Uh, it's there's no such thing as a coach. You could t- have you have you considered taking a, a a a buggy or perhaps a zeppelin from one place to another, a, a motor carriage. All those extra U's get yeah. stuck in the brain and it causes inflammation. Yeah. Um, well, how do we get around our damn country? We do drive uh, a considerable amount. That's the thing. Uh, gasoline, what what you will probably petrol. refer to as something bullshit like petrol, <laughs> costs you know a fourth what it costs uh, yeah. where you are. So uh, I, I think that's ridiculous. I, I am fully in favor of multiplying the cost of gasoline times 10 and using all of the money that you get from selling gasoline to fund public transit because I think that all of the problems that that cause would be corrected within, you know, a few months. Yeah. And then we'd be much better off. Uh, but yeah, we really don't have trains that go anywhere. That's something I lament every they're, time I have to get on a trying, fucking airplane. But all the all the various places trying to get grants and shit to build high-speed rail, but I don't know if that's ever going to come to any kind of useful point. Yeah, it's weird. You know, I, like... I feel like a majority of the voting public never wants to go anywhere. <laughs> and so it's hard to it's hard to get support for things like that. Uh, let's see. People talking about is there is there a show thread for today? Uh, there's not, but there was one for yesterday. You mean, mean Monday? Yesterday, last uh, week. There was an interesting tweet that I don't remember what it was. Oh yeah, it was the one from Elfin. Maybe. 
uh, who says, all the updates to old quests are great, but do you wonder if your time would be better spent making a new game instead of more fixes? Uh, I mean, if by wonder you mean, like, wake up in the middle of the night. Screaming and sweating. Cold sweat (laughs) in horror, wondering if I am throwing my life and the lives of all of my friends who are also my employees (laughs) away by making the wrong decisions at the, at the helm of this, uh, this ship, then yes, yes, I do wonder that. So, I mean, this, this is a, this is an interesting question because I I feel like part of the motivation for revising the old quests is making them more accessible to people who do not normally play games. Yeah. And the other half of this question is we are spending a lot of time on a new game. (laughs) And and it has been, it has been rough for the last couple of years. The, the, the new game was not supposed to take this long to make. Right. And part of the reason that it took so long is because I found it and find it very difficult to, take myself away from KOL, which is a profitable game, which is paying the salaries of the team that is working on the new game in order to work on that new game, right? Even though that that is probably the future of the company, right? You know, maybe maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe it's, maybe it's a failure and we coast along on the money that KOL makes until it doesn't make any money anymore and then we all just get real jobs. Like, whatever, right? But it, it has been difficult for me to, like, say, all right, I'm just working on the new game for a week and ignoring KOL for that week because, you know, I mean, I don't mean to say this in a way that diminishes the rest of the staff's contributions to KOL, but it is kind of my project, mm-hmm. right? Like, without me being enthusiastic about projects, they don't tend to get done in a way that actually happens, right? And so... It's, it is critical to the continued operation of KOL that I pay attention to it. It is critical to the continued feasibility of the company to exist that we branch out and do other things. And so it's just a, it's a juggling act, you know? And I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with this, right? Like, I feel like I have injected a significant amount of personality into the new game and could take much more of a just suggestion providing and oversight and editorial role in the creation of new you know extensions of that game than than having to do everything myself right i mean i already do less of it right like you hot stuff has taken way more ownership of this game than of KOL and and i think it's been it's been good i mean there, there's still a lot of arguments that we have and and i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of times when you know, I hope that my instincts that I, as the guy writing the paychecks, force you to respect are <laughs> no, are respectable. I, but I mean, I think that's I think everybody everybody argues to some extent about what's good for this this upcoming game, and you know, we'll we'll be sort of heated about it for a while, but then we all kind of boil down and we're like, yeah, okay, the best ideas sort of prevail. At least I hope. <laughs> we haven't even had the. The big upcoming artic- argument about how it ends yet? <laughs> yeah, and what I haven't, I haven't even broached that with him yet. <laughs> what are you guys talking about this there, without me? The, there's <sighs> dissent in the ranks about the ending. We yeah. can talk about it later. Huh? Do, yeah. do people think it's too dark? Yeah. yeah. Ow. Not, 
Not me. In, not, in, in, I, there's not any real se. people. That that <laughs> every, <laughs> everyone phrasing, phrasing it that me. way waters down the argument. There's more. There's there's more to it than that. But, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's a pretty good idea. It's a it's a discussion we need to have. Yeah. Why can't the bad <clears throat> ending be bad? There's. Remember about all. I the, don't think we can discuss it on the radio without all the being spoiler. Remember all the video. Like remember how when you defeat the dark priest shaft, how the whole world is, gets destroyed or whatever. Unless you have the snorkel. On, I don't even remember how that works. Isn't that it? If you kill shaft without the snorkel, then you don't get the upside down castle and the chance to yeah, be happy. Yeah, yeah but like, what are you talking? There, about? there's, there's a significant difference between that and this that I can't feel like I can't say okay. right now. <laughs> what is shaft? In the shaft is the ostensible boss of Symphony of the Night. The Dark Priest Shaft. <laughs> Wait, was it, are you making up the snorkel bit? I don't remember the no, snorkel. No, you, you have to... I well, don't think it's You a don't snorkel. have to have the snorkel. You have to use the snorkel to get the... Be, be, the snorkel is... It is a picture of a snorkel, but it is called, like, the holy symbol, and it lets you breathe underwater, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, and you, you, But you have to go underwater to get some pair of glasses or something, that if you wear yeah. those glasses while you're fighting Shaft, you see his true nature and, and know not to kill him so that you can get the good ending. It's not even the good ending. It's good, like that yeah, typical the, Castlevania trope, The second trope, half right? like, of the game. The, yeah, the second half of the game is only if you do the right thing in the final boss right, fight. Right, right. When what you think is the final boss fight. This is not... All right. All right, so we're going to we're gonna have a sweet... I, I'm getting pretty drunk, so we're going to have a sweet argument about this. We should probably wait until we can do it with Roy. Cause, Roy, cause is, he's, Roy he's, is the most, most sort of invested in this argument, yeah. actually. Huh. Yeah. Is he the most uh, anti-bad ending? Yes. Really? Yeah. Is it because he's a Catholic? I mean, that might play into it. I don't know. I think it's because he is... In the the degree of investment he has in the artwork, which he feels, and I agree that the tone of the artwork does not support the tone of that ending. But it does support the tone of fratricide and all of the other things yeah. that were. There's there is a ton of bad stuff that happens. There, there is, but that's all. I, th- this is there is a point at which you're chased this by a wolf with a chainsaw. That's hilarious, though. Yeah. So is fratricide. Ha <laughs> 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 That See, drunk Scotsman killed his dad. No, wait. That guy killed his drunk Scotsman dad. Well, uh, it also happens off screen. And that's well, significant. So can so can well, the bad we, we can we can talk in more detail about the ideas I've had, and and because I, I feel like you're, I feel like you are misanticipating my my argument. Okay, fine. Uh, well, <clears throat> we can just answer some KOL questions for the rest of this time, I guess. What? I know. Stupak <laughs> says, Jake, could you reuse the new mechanic that allows you to force non-combats for the Spooky Forest and the Friar's Quest? It's quite a bit conceptually cleaner to say, if you haven't gotten a non-combat in X turns, one is forced, versus there's actually two copies of the adventure, but one is a super likely that shows up on turn X. The practical difference is admittedly minor, but I think the new mechanic is nicer and less confusing. As an aside, I've been on a kick of trying to improve the wiki's documentation and explanation of the mechanics, hence the questions on it lately. Also, I would really like to hear a show where you go through the code and explain how adventures are chosen. Yeah, I'll do that at some point. Um, the way that adventures are chosen is it makes sense to me sort of organically but 
I don't know that if I had designed it from the ground up. Oh, no, I would, abs- absolutely not. I would have done it even vaguely the same way that you guys yeah. you have done it. No, not at all. Well, you, <clears throat> you have always kind of chafed at the idea that conditionals on things negative. are always rejections. Yeah. So they, have to, they, they always have to be phrased in the negative. Yeah, it was always very confusing to me, like, looking at that looking at that code it was just like uh, yeah i mean it has to go one way or another right i mean so yeah but you are you are right that it requires us to go into a mode of thought that maybe doesn't come particularly naturally to anybody other than me and right cd moyer so um you know i probably should the thing about the friar's quest is that by doing that it it kind of just flat out speeds up the friar's quest and that is a thing that i'm not positive that i want to do right because right now it, like there is non-combat non-combat's a b and c and if you haven't had a by turn seven it gives it to you if you haven't had b by turn 14 it gives it to you if you haven't had c by turn 21 it gives it to you i i think um, the way that this new mechanic would work is that if you've gone seven turns without seeing a non-combat, it forces one. And so if you get A on turn two, you will get B on turn nine, mm-hmm. and then you can get C on turn ten. Assuming you don't get them earlier. Right. You you can get them all earlier, right? Like, you can. If you, if you were running 100% non-combat, you would just get them all in a row. Um, I don't know what it actually does to the way that it plays out to, to do it this way instead. I mean, I think I think it is only speeding it up for people who would be getting screwed otherwise. And I agree that it is a far cleaner mechanic, right? The idea of a zone just forcing a non-combat after a particular number of turns without one is much cleaner to me than like some individual super likelies that trigger under specific circumstances. Right, um, it seems much more an extension of the base mechanics than of than of some shit we tacked on. Yeah, for whatever reason. We could also just take make all non combats not take an adventure. <laughs> yeah, and and have all consumable games. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's pretty fun. There's, but aren't there still zones where you could gain something? And there's nothing but non-combats. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Well, except you wouldn't have any turns. Because your soup was no good. <laughs> uh, let's see. Sako says, if you guys are revamping another quest soon, which one do you think it will be? Also, where in the hell is the Knob Goblin Queen? He doesn't need a queen because he's got a harem. That's yeah. what they say. Uh, I, I mean, I'm... G- given that I first revamped... The thing is, the Friar's Quest fucked all this up, right? Yeah. I redid the Friar's Quest before I started on this crusade of revamping all the quests in order. So the next one is going to be the Crypt. And I was considering doing that today, but then what I did today was I implemented all of the uh, Cell 37 quests oh, that cool. Riff wrote. Um, so I actually need to put some drops on some monsters on Dev and then have Dev test that quest, which I might just do in the morning because I'll fuck it up if I do it now. Because I'm super stupid. <laughs> yeah, we have to both argue. I guess we're gonna. Well, that's right. We're not arguing yeah. about the ending. No, we're gonna argue about the ending. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get a cigar, and we're all gonna go outside. No, no yes, no. we are. No, let's do this tomorrow. Let's do it tomorrow. Um, no, no, you should. Uh, you should revamp some uh, spindlers. You should revise some spindler for me tonight. Oh right. So that I can. 
Why do you uh, insist on making me write code when I'm drunk? That's my job. All right. <laughs> because you're never <clears throat> not drunk. Yeah. So Man, otherwise, I, no code would ever happen. Well, no code would ever get written at night. I'm not drunk during the day. Mana Yachanichu says, uh, why buy the cow when you can get several dozen different kinds of milk for free? In other words, that's what the harem is for. Uh, okay. Giard says, kings rarely had harems. They have queens and the right to do whoever they like. Sars have harems. But harems, harem girls have sars. I thought it was... <laughs> I think it's somebody else further down says, yeah. Sars so, have serenas. Sultans yeah. have harems. Yeah, I thought it was sultans, exactly, that had harems. Uh, let's see. Going on. Uh, Lightning just says, Snapdragon pistols plus 5% of spell critical hit. Clever use of mechanic to balance items out or random happenstance? What? Say that again? I don't know. <laughs> What, why do you have such a big smile? I don't even know that. what that means. Yeah, like, I I, like I mean, the game is so complex at this point <laughs> that I'm like, that sounds vaguely familiar. That sounds like something that might be in our game. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, we we don't we don't generally just like randomly assign enchantments to things. So like, it, I'm sure that we put some thought into it when it came out. But hell, I don't I don't even know. At I, mean, this point. I feel like that's an offhand item from the. Alice in Wonderland content from last March. I don't know. Uh, also, thoughts on a ceiling when it comes to bus passes and impairs? If you're going to have the drop rate that close to sonar, it's probably wise to add some sort of ceiling. Oh, oh, because suddenly this thing that I did two months ago is the way that I have to do everything, right? Uh, but yes, yes, you're right. And yeah, I keep meaning to do it, but I, you know. I don't know. Also, 15 turns of milk from a milk of magnesium sucks for a hardcore teetotaler character who has 20 fullness of data field. Any thoughts to tinkering with that? No. No. I mean, part of the plan there was that you had to get multiples. Yeah. Uh, Snuffstyle420 says, with the revamping of lower level quests going on, are there any more to receive an updating? The Orc Chasm seems to be a likely candidate. Isn't that the level 9 quest? It, well... It's lower in that there are higher level quests. <laughs> that's it. Also, have you guys tried the new You Don't Know Jack console game? It's out on <sighs> DS, Wii, 360, PS3, and PC. I, I love Giant you bomb don't know guys Jack. are all over it. I love You Don't Know Jack on the PC. Yeah, they say it's 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 just like going back in time and playing one of those, except it's new. That was so it was so well done. Can we get it on something that we can all play? It's I like imagine. multiplayer, right? Yeah, I don't know. I had, are there I any have consoles here with enough <laughs> controllers for all of us? <laughs> we all have DSs. Uh, is it a DS thing? Didn't he it just says say DS, Wii, 360, PS3, PC. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I have all, I have, I had, at least at the time, a CD with every version of it on the PC, like hmm. six six different versions of it or five different versions of it, because I, I love that game. I bought I bought it. Is it a, it was is like, it a cartridge release on DS, or is it a D- or is it a where? Oh, that's a good question. Because I don't have a DSi. I don't either. Oh, can you not download games onto a DS? DS? Mm-hmm. No. Are you going to get a 3DS? That you is, already that's the, one? Yeah, that's that's why I pre-ordered the 3DS despite not having any launch you games. You can I'm pre-order in. Diablo 3. Did you know that? No. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I like, happened to see that on Amazon. I hmm. would wait until I find out if there's a collector's edition. I'm sure there will be, but like, it was just weird to me that... Something yeah, there's no release date, re- but you can pre-order it. Anyway. I love my stack of collector's editions of uh, World of Warcraft. I have all four of them. That's awesome. Yeah. 
I remember I remember seeing an ad. There's a lot of mouse pads. It's a lot of art books that I've never looked at. <laughs> I remember seeing an ad for World of Warcraft before it came out, and I was like, oh, I've got to stay away from this game. <laughs> I, was I think so my favorite right. collector's edition so far is still the New Vegas one. With really, the Pip yeah. Boy and everything. Oh boy! No, no, the the uh, had the the comic book and the deck of cards and the poker. Ah, see, I don't care about that one at all. The really? the sur- the survival edition of Fallout Three is the cool. That like, would be my second every because every the, I, the, I like every prop in it the... every prop in it is cooler than the next cool prop in any in any collector's edition ever uh, that deck of the pit boy the bobblehead really and the lunchbox the deck, what about the, the way all the backs are different because wasn't there like a either an infocom game or like an early like adventure game where you had to like get um you got like a map and you had to get it wet and that you're thinking of uh soul, soul tropics something tropics star tropics star tropics for, yeah. the, for the nes yeah oh okay We've, we yeah. talked about that last time we were on the, yeah, the we show did. yeah so Bazooka writes, would you guys ever consider increasing the skill perming rate for path runs? Not just giving path runs two perms, but something more along the lines of what I say. Path runs are great, but skill perming is painfully slow in hardcore oxy. I don't think path runs should be given a perming advantage, but they shouldn't be punished either. Uh, yeah, I think I think that everybody is going to like the new system that we've devised. Oh, I'm sure that there will be people who don't like it. No, there will be people <laughs> who say they don't like it, but those people are full of shit. We'll see. It is definitely... In theory, superior to what we've got now. In theory. Like communism. Yep. Uh, Bax Islan says, uh, if you get this far in the question thread, what is each of your favorite items in the game? Jesus Christ. I don't know. That's like trying to get me to pick my favorite of my 5,000 children. (laughs) Yeah, I would have to... I would need a list to, to scroll through. I like the coffin lid Where could you get one? The coffin lid. The coffin lid has some of the best writing in the game. I, I think that my favorite uh, writing that I've done was the uh, floaty pebbles, which the description was just watch me trick Fred out of them, <laughs> which was uh, also equally random. Jake, you said a while ago that you can't work to music with vocals. Totally with you on that one. The question, have you heard of Rodrigo y Gabriela? Some great Latin style instrumental work, and they do some other stuff like a great cover of Stairway to Heaven. You know, mm. I heard, I heard a Rolf Harris cover of Stairway to Heaven the other day that was Man, I really like Rolf Harris. And <laughs> I feel like he's just super goofy. Like he might as well be like Raffy or whatever, but like he's Australian, so that's cool. Uh when I was <laughs> we were we had uh, we had some fun times with uh, uh, pantsless was with us at the water park, and one of the things th- this water park was like Australian themed, so they just had these like terrible Australian or fake Australian voice actors like just saying things to you over speakers in the park, and one of our favorite attractions at the water park was this like it was kind of like the like lazy river thing that they have at every water park, but it was like it was a loop that was. I don't know, it took maybe 10 minutes to get all the way around it. It was a loop with a fairly fast-moving current, and you would just, like, either swim or just get in a life jacket and be swept along by the current. And there were, like, different parts of it that would go faster than the others, and there were parts that would spray you or whatever. But, like, as you're going around it, which we did just time after time after time because it was fun, there were all of these voiceovers saying just telling you the rules of the park and stuff in this horrible Australian accent and then saying, Have a real corker of a day! 
<clears throat> at the end of all of them. So we just started saying a bunch of things that were like Australian words, like "have a kookaburra bloomin' onion," and that was the that was the the like meme for the trip. Was after that point was just "have a" and then two Australian words as a greeting. Corker of a day. Have a corker of a day. Yeah. And then you, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Have a, have an economical polystyrene. <laughs> That's what it was. I mean, we, yeah. Jenny and I were trying the other, trying the other day to remember what it was that that Australian guy had been so It was econo- economical about. and polystyrene were the two, <laughs> were the two words that were the most fun to listen to him say. Economical, he said a million times. Th- that new, uh, that induction heating pad was sick. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. I've not heard of Rodrigo y Gabriela. <laughs> I got kind of rushed at the end there. <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry, the show's gone off the rails, kids. Uh, hmm. One of the disadvantages of our new uh, radio setup is that there is a single monitor onto which we can see questions and you guys have iPads yeah I mean I could have brought my iPad one of us has an iPad and one of us has an iPhone my phone is currently engaged in a complicated battle with words with friends yeah uh Lock says would you ever consider making an item of the month specifically for after after core maybe when the C comes out I wish that the C was enough of a thing that we could do an item of the month that was just for the C because god damn would that be easier than uh I'm this, this, this month so fucking sick of coming up with items of the month like I almost want us to go out of business so that I don't have to keep doing that I'm just kidding be careful what you like wish a, for pal it's like a first world problem uh, yeah. No, I would like for the C to be enough of a thing I that mean, we I could do an item of the like month for the C. Completely, and once it's complete, done. then and people have more of a reason to go there, and I feel like I can build up. The I want to go back through the earlier so evil. C content and revise it a little bit. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I the last time I tried idea. to play the C, it was just brutal. Well, it's like, meant to be brutal. Yeah. Dolphin whistles. That way we sell a thing that makes it less brutal. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to use it every four hours or it blows up. <laughs> yeah. This is a... Okay. This is actually this is actually something that I want to float to radio listeners. Okay. Let me know how you feel okay. about this. Yeah. <clears throat> Would it be a big deal for us to put oh. a consumable in Mr. Store. Like a 30-pack of... Like, say, let's say that a thing that you got for a Mr. Accessory was a 30-pack of a really powerful potion. Would you guys be pissed? Would that seem like something that we wouldn't do? Yeah. Would that seem like a dick move? Would it seem like a cash grab? Like, because I know that, like... Because I don't feel good doing it. I don't necessarily feel good doing it either, but I also don't necessarily feel bad about doing it, right? Like, it's it's not... The, the very particular way we've talked about doing something, the, this, I don't feel bad about it. The thing for this... Wait, what? No. Oh. But, like, I wouldn't... I, I don't think I would want to do something that was, like, that was the only way to get this potion. But, like, if if you really like this potion, which you can get very slowly some other way. Right. Here's, here's a way to get a bunch of them really I mean, quickly. So like, I mean, I guess if we did, if we sold a 30 pack of spice melange for a Mr. Accessory, right? 
like would that be would that be a dick move or would it be a thing that people were like well i don't need to donate to get this so i don't mind if somebody wants to right would would it piss off anybody other than people who are like farming spice melange and selling it in the mall is that a thing you can even do right like people like, definitely do do that so <laughs> Do do yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'm just. Well, I mean, I am, maybe it's a maybe it's an item that doesn't otherwise exist in the game. Well, but that's the that's the question. I would feel worse about it if it was an item that didn't otherwise exist in the game, right? Mm-hmm. But that, but even, I, even I am, if it's then traded. I am just I am just kind of and I mean you know fuck me for even asking anybody this. Yeah, because you're asking for permission instead of forgiveness, right? But what I what you know I asked how people would feel about the the con familiar. By and large, they they were okay with it. There were a handful of people who were freaking out and saying that it was going to be impossible to get and it was going to ruin it. Right. You know what? Like, we did it and it was fucking fine. You know, we we did it. We made Khan almost not a huge money sink <laughs> for us. Sure. And we made it a no, lot, lot better than previous. And nobody has complained about it. Yeah. Like, literally not a peep out of anyone who said they were going to be super pissed if this happened? Well, because the people who who were really upset about it just exploded. In All right, and they're just, and they're just, <laughs> gone. They're just yeah. vaporized. So I remember Ross from Twilight Heroes. I mean, rhyme. No, wait, his name was Ross in game for a while. <laughs> so never mind. Uh, he talked about the way that he did their donation store was that you get dollar increments. Yeah, like the because you get things in like stars you get silver you get a silver you get 10 silver stars for ten dollars you get a silver star for every dollar every once in a while he will do items of the month that are pairs of items for five bucks each right which each of those items then doesn't have to be super powerful i mean it's it's it gets a little weird because like you give we okay we actually do have consumables we already do sell consumables yeah the they're completely the forms yeah and avatar forms yeah so they are completely cosmetic, yeah. And people don't people don't care about them even a little bit. So I guess the question is, how do you feel about consumables that might have potentially ascension, ascension relevant? relevant. Yeah. Like if there was a thing that it would make sense to pull one of on a speed run or whatever, or right. a thing that just made a run easier, right? I mean, like a thing that you can use one of a day and it makes I mean, and it makes a run easier. Like, the speediest of speed runs will sometimes like a donate and run donate and run junior or whatever yeah so that they can save a a a pull slot or whatever which like like that is definitely not something we ever set out for people to do yeah and yet but but when asked why he did it that way he said well i because i reserve the right to sell consumables in the in the item of the month store you know in 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 the their equivalent of mr store right and i'm like huh that's a good idea i wish i wish that we could have done something like that you know? Yeah. And I mean, it just, it pushes us one step closer to the model that most games like this operate under, which is the like, you know, well, it's free to play, but like, here's an, here's a potion that gives you double experience or whatever. Right. right. And it's like people, there are certain people who will feel like, well, that means that I have to pay you if I want to get this, but also you could just buy them in the mall. Right. I mean, which is it, which is an affordance that we would give to people that, those other games don't. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, I I am just trying to imagine a way in which we could make some sort of easy decision that would increase our revenue without diminishing the quality of the experience for anyone. Right. Right? And so, adding Mr. Store 
was one of those things and i felt super sleazy about it to at begin the time with, right i was like uh, i don't know how i feel about this but it's like oh later on i was like i feel like i just bought a pool table because that's what I did on the first day because it was suddenly like, oh, well, I feel like a guy who's making 10 times as much money today as I made yesterday, and now I can hire some people and make this into a real thing instead of just like a project that I'm working on in my garage, right? Like, it was... (sighs) If you had told me, if you do this, you will make 10 times as much money, I would have been nervous about it. Right. Right. But... I don't think that anybody thinks that it was a bad thing to do. I don't think it was a bad thing to do. So, yeah, I'm curious. Money, ethics. Yeah. I mean, that's... I don't know if that was the direct part of that whole question with, you know, KOL and Farmville or whatever, but, like, clearly some of our some of our time and thought and energy goes into you know, how are we going to pay rent this month? And some of it goes into what awesome things can we give our players, you know? And I the latter like, one, I think always wins, but yeah, that, I mean, that's but, definitely true, but it's never really been tested, right? Like we've never been in trouble financially. Right. And the point where we get in trouble financially is the point at which our metal starts to get tested. Right. Right. And I mean, you know, there are no atheists in foxholes. Right. Um, Mostly because they're filled with foxes, and foxes yeah. don't have you know, religion, but whatever. No, foxes do have religion. Foxes are all, foxes are all Presbyterian. Are they? <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about foxes or Presbyterians, <laughs> as it turns out. Uh, Danya wrote, this is, this is a, an interesting... Uh, like, Uh, Just a thought from a player that has played pretty much every MMO at one point or another and constantly returns to KOL, but would a poll for guaranteed content be a good or bad idea? I first saw this in my horrible yet somehow addicting stint in RuneScape. Essentially, the developers kept an eye on the forums to determine what players wanted added in the game, then post a poll with five developer-made choices. The poll would be open for a month, during which players can cast one vote for the update they would like. Whichever, uh, Whichever choice wins gets implemented into the game. In RuneScape, it usually took three to six months to get implemented from the time of its victory in the polls. Just a thought. Well, we couldn't do it on the forum. It would be something we'd have to do on the front page of the game. Why couldn't we do it? Well, we could because the forum forum is not an accurate representative. But we we could do it in the forum. It would just be something. It would be a. It would be as a given a different. It would give us some different data. Something something that was incorporated into the game would be a more accurate representation of people who actually play, but also their multis. Yeah. (laughs) I I would be extremely reluctant to do that because I know us, and I know that it is very difficult for us to do quality work on a project that we're not excited about. And letting somebody else decide which project you're working on is, in my mind, an excellent way to mm. end up working on a project that you're not excited about. Yeah, we'd have to have five equally exciting projects proposed. Every time I've ever tried to do anything like this where it just forced us to prioritize one particular thing, it has kind of failed. And I think that is because we are capricious whimsical fairy man we also <laughs> simultaneously work pretty well to deadlines that's true <laughs> i don't think riff I, I think riff bristled a little bit at being called a capricious whimsical fairy man which just totally went right over my back because i'm a duck and that comment was water <laughs> 
Uh, let's see if there's anything new on here, and then we should be about done about done doing this. Right? Apparently, uh, th- so uh, Frank and Beans writes, I've been enjoying extra credits on The Escapist recently. This enjoyment was in no small part due to the game dev discussions during the radio show. Did you know that KOL was referenced in the MMO episode? I didn't. I saw the first hmm. few minutes of one of those, and it seems like... I wish I could read a transcript of it. Oh, I'm thinking of something else. So, yeah, no, I wasn't familiar with that. It's like an animation where some guys talk about games and they speed up the audio. Hmm. And it's like... I I was thinking of extra punctuation. Yeah. Um, Extra Credit is another video series, and it's like a a game design. Like, I feel like it's probably pretty good. I feel like I will get into it, and it will be good. Um, I kind of feel like I wish I could listen to it as a podcast, Hmm. not sped up. Or I could read a transcript of it. I mean, I listen to all my podcasts at 2x speed. And I don't think I could stand doing that. Because you're sleeping while you're listening to them? Yes. Your dreams would go a lot faster. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Atrophy says, for something that doesn't exist in game, I'd say dick move. For something that doesn't exist in game, it depends on the item and how many. Maybe if the pack is unusable in Hardcore or Ronin, it means you're not breaking an item of the month, uh, just pulling a part of one. Uh, I'd say it'd be fine if it was an item that helped with survivability only, but okay. But if it was an item that saved turns and became speed ascension required, it would be kind of a money-grabbing dick move. Uh, Lightning just says, I'm not sure how I feel about the potion. To be perfectly honest, I would also like to see something that will not be a requirement for hardcore ascension. A month or three where I don't have to add another Mr. Store to balance in run would be awesome. Something I would like to see, uh, possibly see, is the ability to purchase a pack of instant karma for a Mr. Accessory. That way speedsters won't have to worry Mm. about having to do several runs to build up karma for a chain of speed runs, especially if karma is going to have another use come the Valhalla revamp. Hmm. Hmm. That is... One could say that supporting the game uh, is something that's good for your karma. God, that's... Uh, man, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> uh, Blister Guy says, I'd be nervous about an Ascension-relevant and consumable Mr. Store item. What happens when the supply gets lower in a year, in five years? I didn't mean an item of the month, necessarily. I meant, like, uh, just an item that was there all the time. Right. Like another thing that was there. Wow. Yeah, huh. Huh. Karma is going to mean something else. Yeah, but you could definitely sell the it. The Valhalla revamp, but there's no reason we couldn't sell it. Yeah. I don't I that that feels weird. That feels very weird to me. It does feel very weird. <clears throat> huh. Ha huh. ha. Interesting. I mean, that's it's like selling progress, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's directly yeah, I mean, what parallel what, to double what, XP potion? What if right? you could donate a Mister yeah. Accessory to Perma Skill? How would people feel about that? I, I probably pretty bad. Yeah, like I mean, I, I like I think that there are a lot of people who would be upset with us yeah. if we did mm. that. I, I feel like one Mister A for one skill would probably not be enough, but. I, I also don't Not like the skills. I don't even like the idea of it. Yeah, you know? no, like it it, is, like something that has up to weird. this point meant actual work and progress in the game, something you could just buy. But I mean, you sort of have to have you know, you can buy it with meat, right? I mean, it makes playing the mall a viable means of progression in the extension game, right? I mean, uh, like it, it is 
is that out of the question? That that uh, you know, I don't know. It at the very least, we could always make the claim, "Hey, it wasn't our idea." Because <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> well, right? It, I mean, it came like we'd I, have to actually implement it though. I mean, like it would have to we'd have to sure. approve of that idea too. No. I mean, I, like speed speedrunners who met a new guy who and they wanted to get him up to uh challenging ch- to 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 challenge level they could pass the hat no help him out no I, I just no you know like i just don't <laughs> i just don't like that i mean donating for three items of the month mm-hmm. allows you to probably ascend twice as fast as without those three items of the month for the for the right ones not necessarily any given three right. items of the month is that worse on any axis than being able to give an extra because that theoretically that is 60 or 70 skills right if that's you know what I mean like in three months no, yeah. no, three donations. Right? What do you mean? So what? You were saying three Mr. three three items of the month could double your speed. Right. Right, which means that you are getting twice as many skills, which means if you get them all, that's 60 or 70 skills you got for. So like oh. that's like a that's a one one donation. By the for time you skills. have finished, by the time you're done collecting yeah. skills, yeah. you're getting sixty or seventy for those three. Sure. So, so you're saying you're saying that we shouldn't sell us a, a skill perm for an accessory because I, it is not enough. No, I'm not. I, I'm saying it because I don't feel like I feel like it's sketchy and wrong. But. Like, I mean, like so, that's, that's the thing. Like, I'm sure that there are people who'd be like, "Ah, oh, that's this is awesome. I, I'm glad I can do this." And then there are people who are like, "This so, I mean, cheapens the game for me. Fuck these people. I'm never going to play this game again." Like, I don't know what the balance of those two people is. Is but it, I don't. I don't. I don't even like. If you add the extra layer of it being karma, for which there are other things you can do with it besides that. Not really. Like. Yeah, that's the thing. I just don't know. Like, you know, clearly it's it's something that some people would appreciate and be happy about, right? But there are, there are also some people who would, it would be like a kick in the balls too. You know, people who are well off, who spend a lot of time acquiring their skills and are like, oh, well, if I had just waited, I could have just bought my way to where I am now. You know, but it's not like we've taken anything away from them. We've taken all the time that they spent getting those skills that they could have just been they could have been doing something else. And but we've traded them that time for the amount of money that that time would have been worth. But it isn't like you know if they're making a hundred bucks an hour. I mean, time in the past is worth nothing. It was worth what they got paid for it. <laughs> we're 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 overdue. Okay. On- I, mean, I you know I, this is you know this is not an easy an easily answered question one way or the other I just I, like as as presented very skeletally it just makes me queasy yeah no me too but I mean it, like if I felt like if I felt like we could do that without it upsetting people then I wouldn't feel like there was anything wrong with it 
Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, if 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 it had been that way from day one. Yeah, because, but there are plenty of other things that we sell that have value in the game. Yeah, I mean, right? if, if it had been mean, that why, way from day one, why is that why well, is that anymore sacrosanct? Just because it's if like it had been that way from day one, we wouldn't have like, I wouldn't feel like we were taking pe- things aw- effectively taking things from, away from people who had had achieved it through sweat instead of gold. You know. Hmm. And that's that's my concern is be, adding it at this late date. You're you know, it's the same it's the same idea of like you know giving people extra lucre or whatever like. That's a sweat versus you know. You know it's weird the things thing. that the things that we do the like lucre was in my mind a great equalizer, right, and yet that is the thing that in that thread about using bullshit Farmville tactics gets the most flack. Sure. Right? So... I mean, and, wh- like, I, you know, it's it's weird. It's, fe- like, because I definitely... Because, I mean, I was, the, I was the one who was, like, 200 lucre for this, and you were like, that seems like a lot. And I was like, you know, I I felt like it was a really... I felt like it was something that was really positive that people would, like, a, like strive towards in their, you know, continued enjoyment of the game, right? And I just... I like people approach it very differently than I thought they would, you know? Yeah. I mean, because I think, you know, like our motivations for that were giving casual people something that they could feel like they were making progress on and that they were, that they couldn't buy that progress. Right. With skill or wealth. Right. Right. And it, it was not taken that way. Right. Uh, You know? So, I mean, what the fuck do we know? about all these things right I mean maybe 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 there is some decision that we could make that would solve all of our money problems and also everybody would say wow thanks that was a great move sure you know because the things that we do uh, like the things that we do to try to I think the whole the things that we do to try to equalize the things are seen as plane tickets and blowjobs like an unethical you know? tickets and blowjobs. Yeah. All right. And that's the take home message, everybody. And yeah, we're way overdue on being yeah. done with this show. So uh, you should hand off. I'm going to hand job. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Have a great weekend, guys. <laughs>